0: Welcome back, everybody, to.
1: To. To. The Brink. I was trying to get Stingy to talk to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't.
0: That's a very odd sound that I never thought I'd hear you make. Um, it is another week where we bring you The Brink, and it's our final show where we will be in. Uh, I was going say Hobart. Uh, in the for at least a week, because uh, next week we're going to be
2: in. In. Melbourne. Yay,
0: Melbourne. And uh, it might be a little bit delayed next week in terms of when they actually goes to air, but uh, it will be worth it when you hear it because because we're awesome and stuff. Uh, are you looking forward to, in only a few days' time, getting on a plane? It's been a while since I've been on a plane. It's been like five months and it feels a long time in my life because usually we fly a lot sooner than that.
1: Yes. Um,
0: going to Melbourne. Yeah, I am. I'm looking
1: forward to, honestly, it's not even that I'm looking forward to going to Melbourne, it's that I'm looking forward to not being in Invercargill.
0: Yes. I thought you liked this place. <laughs> you're going <laughs> quiet now. I'll see. Oh, now it's starting to hit you.
1: I do, but like, it's gonna be nice to go away. It's gonna
0: be nice to go to a city.
1: It's gonna be nice to like, be in civilization. Have time to do stuff.
0: Well, it's gonna be a very busy few days. I think. Yeah, but like, like that. we're
1: gonna be not sitting around the house and not working every day and it's just going to be like a nice change. I think
0: it feels weird that we're kind of like in this weird vortex in Invercargill. Cause like it's been just over a year now since I finally moved out of Tasmania. It's been obviously longer for you since you uh, left Canada. Um, Canada. But it's, it's like odd because like people would always talk about in Hobart, there's kind of like a vortex, like you're kind of sucked into it. Once you're there, you're there and you kind of, it's hard to leave. I feel like Invercargill is a very similar person. Invercargill is
1: very similar to that but description.
0: The, the one thing I will say, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the great, lovely people of this city. It, they're very nice. They're very friendly. South they're Lenders. very hard
1: to make friends with. Well,
0: okay, I wasn't maybe going to say that, but we sure. We have no friends. No one loves We're, us. We made friends with Yes, Brazilians. but they're not
1: Invercargillians, Invercargillians. The thing I was going to say,
0: um, is that nobody ever seems to want to leave. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Hobart, and I'm sure it might be the same for Victoria. Like, people always have desires to go off and explore. And it's oh. not that they don't like Hobart, but it's kind of like, hey, there's a bigger world out there. And generally, people come back to Hobart. Like, I'm sure I'll go back to Hobart maybe one day. Probably not, but who knows? Whereas, like, here,
1: no one wants to leave. It's one of these places that, like, if you're from here, you're not leaving here. And if you're from here and you leave here, you come back. Yeah. But if you're not from here, then you'd hate it here and want to leave.
0: Now, look, I don't don't want to say the word hate. I don't hate it here. But I am going to be very glad when we leave here in about 18 months. And I love you, New Zealand. New Zealand, you're a beautiful country, but I don't think I can live in New Zealand for the rest of my life. Fair, um, yeah, it's it's a tricky one. Like we've only been here for like five months, but I'm very much looking forward to going to Melbourne just because Melbourne's my favourite place in Australia. I love cities. I miss being in a city that feels like a city. I, I love Grand Prix time. I love being the fact that we can go watch sport and just feel civilized and like go out and eat food and feel like we're in a city. And just I don't know. And I actually am looking forward to going back to Australia because it's a weird thing for me to think that I've been to Australia in five months and I'm a bit homesick. Aww. So I'm I'm looking forward to being able to, you know, go and see my home country and hear people speak proper English, you know.
1: Congratulations.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, anything else you want to add right now? You seem like you're bored already. No, I don't think so. She's I'm watching already.
1: the clouds. They're moving really fast.
0: That's because in Vicagel, the time spins fast. All right, let's go back into some segments and we'll come back and Mel and I will have some questions. <laughs> Part of the show where you get a little bit flashbacky. And here, Calvin Harris doing flashback. We're moving into the year that was 2014 this week. Yay, new stuff! And uh, the following ones you're going to hear right now in this order, and I'm not going to, as always, explain what they are. They are: Ben likes big breasts. A cat doesn't have nine lives on Twitter. Dave Hughes five questions. I'm props and I know it. And James Blunt lies. Continuing on here at Sexpo, and I have found the two stars of Sexpo. They're, they're beautiful stars. The beautiful beautiful ladies of none other than Angela White and Scarlett Morgan. Ladies, thank you very much for your time. How are you enjoying Hobart?
3: I'm loving it so far. It's actually really, really pretty.
0: Is it both? Is your your first time to Hobart uh, for both of you?
3: It's my first time as well. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: First time Angela as well?
3: Absolutely, first time ever.
0: Now uh, Sexpo obviously is fantastic. I've been here for about two hours and I will say this is the favouritest place I've ever been to in my entire life. (laughs) We don't want to leave, we're going to stay here. Do you find that a lot of people who come here for the first time uh, have the similar feelings and uh, sort of that they're really opening their eyes to a wide variety of acts and entertainment here? Yeah,
3: I mean Sexpo really is an eye-opener for a lot of people. There are some, I mean Sexpo is a very welcoming environment. both for uh, couples and for women, and obviously uh, men have felt comfortable with adult entertainment for quite some time, but a lot of people are coming in here and seeing sex toys for the first time. and It's in an environment where there are educated people here to explain to them how to use the toys, uh, how to get the best out of them. Obviously there's stage shows that are very titillating.
0: Um, I'm not sure if I, I heard there's a strip club in Hobart. Is that true? There is. We have the Men's Gallery, which is—it's. Uh, I mean, it's as close as the adult entertainment we have in this city, really. But
4: probably not up to your standards. I—I <laughs> I, I think if you went in there, you'd wow
3: them all.
0: Yes. Yes, you'd look and go, "What the hell is this?" But we'll go with it. i like, <laughs>
3: trips, I've never seen half the stuff, and it's probably just not as amazing. It's not really. We've really seen I'm here. really hoping that Sexpo sort of will market point in Hobart where we will start going it, up. Yeah. Adult entertainment.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. I noticed actually, Angela, on your Twitter, you were looking at potentially going to Mona. Have you had a chance to go out there at all? Scarlett, have you gotten out there?
3: I went out to Mona yesterday. and Can I just say, that place is breathtaking. I just, I had the best time. I want to go back before I leave and spend another few hours looking
5: around. Are you going to head out there at all, Angela? Or?
3: I'm not sure if I'm going to get a chance. I would really like to take the time, but I'm only here till Sunday night, so... I'm going to do my best but the, my first priority is just meeting the people of Hobart here, taking some photos with them, uh, showing them what Sexpo is all about which is it's all about fun, health, sexuality um, and if I get a chance to go to Moto that would be awesome as well. Oh, i always
1: going to be here so if you don't get a chance
3: this time, I'll definitely come back. I'll definitely come back.
0: Now, we're going to let you get back to some photos in a second because we've got some people getting ready here. But uh, just quickly, Scarlett, obviously, yourself, Penthouse Pet, uh, all going very well for you at the moment. You've got a very loyal Twitter following, I've noticed, and Facebook as well. Are you hoping to meet some of them here across the weekend?
3: Oh, I'm really excited. I've already met Morgan here, who's just wonderful. We chat all the time on Twitter. But there's so many people that are just coming in, and I just love them all. I love them. And Angela
0: for you as well obviously the career is really blossoming at the moment you've got your own website which is fantastic and uh, really hoping to meet some of the fans here as well.
3: Absolutely I love meeting my fans and hearing what they have to say about, about the site about my recent scene so it's been amazing so far and I'm looking forward to the rest of the next couple of days.
0: I admitted on air this morning and I think I was admitting it to both Morgan and Juliet yesterday that I've followed your career back in the Girls Out West, Abby Winters days oh. and uh, so I've been watching you for a long time and so I have to say. to tell
3: you that?
0: I'm. I'm happy to admit it. I'm not ashamed. Why not? Why should
3: you, why should you be ashamed about yeah. watching my boobies for all this time? Exactly. I've yes, I've never been able
0: to say that to a guest before. <laughs> I've never been able to say that to a guest until today. So thank
3: you, thank you. I really appreciate it. And yeah. you've surrounded yourself with big-breasted women, beautiful big-breasted women. I see what you did there. Yeah,
0: well, exactly. I mean, what can I say? I've got the best job in the world. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Well, no, second no. best. I, I have the best job yeah. in the world. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. You get, you get to touch and <laughs> feel and lick. I just get to look. So, yeah. uh, well, Angela and Scarlett, thank you very much. I hope you really enjoy your time here in Hobart and appreciate your time on Edge Radio.
3: Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Um I suppose the question we should ask... How
4: about... How about oh, sorry. How about cat deleting Twitter this week? I thought that was a bit outrageous. I didn't
0: even know that. There you go. Some gossip I didn't know, Ben.
4: <laughs> I, only, I only found out from reading Ben's Twitter, so... Oh. <laughs> I must have been reading your Twitter. Yep.
0: Sorry, Ben. <laughs> what kind
4: of fan are you? What kind of fan are you? Terrible one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kristen. Mm.
0: Yep. Do you have any insight on that, like, as to what happened there,
4: or...? She never liked She never liked Twitter. Okay. You know, Twitter wasn't really, you know, her thing. You can talk
0: on it, don't you? You have know, like to can... communicate on it, so <laughs> not something she's...
4: Yeah, well, she's like, today I gave blood, and then someone writes back and says, die, whore, die. You know, like, it's not exactly a balanced relationship, you know? So, like, I can imagine that it's not really working for her, you know? That's not a seesaw. That's like being cannon-pulted can- into another atmosphere. So... When she deleted her Twitter, I just was like, fair call. Fair call, lady. Move on. Donate blood and do it in your own
0: time. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <yeah. laughs>
4: Save a life before you destroy your own. <laughs> that was my cattiest comment of the season. <laughs> yeah
0: I think you just made Chris yeah. and I lose it right now. Start off with question number one. Dave Hughes, what is your favorite type of cheese?
4: Uh, I like... Um, Nothing that stinks too much, you know. I don't want to think that someone's vomited on my cheese, but <laughs> I like cheese. Cheese, it, it smells like it's not off. Yes, yes. That's that's a good
0: point, actually, because there's some of those <laughs> cheeses. You open the pack and you're like, straight why am I eating this? Exactly. This is. This is, I, mean, this is, this, this is I mean, it's not, yeah, you're right. Yes. Uh, question number two, uh, when it comes to toilet paper, are you a folder or a scruncher? Mate, I'm a scruncher all the
4: way. I mean, I don't have time to fold. you have got time to fold toilet paper.
0: What's the point? I mean, you, your bum doesn't care. Just get it done. Get it in, get it out. Keep the Vegemite on the toast. That's what we say. Yeah,
4: absolutely. I tell you what, from, I'm, I'm, I'm an expert uh, uh, wiper these days because I I've got to wipe my kids' bums as well. You know, my son at the end of everybody finishes the toy, just hands me the iPad. <laughs> And just bends over and goes, "Come on, Dad! I mean, <laughs>
0: what am I doing?" You got to think about the parents out there that do become professional. Uh,
4: <laughs> oh, mate, <writers. laughs> painful.
0: Uh, question number three: Growing up, what was your dream job?
4: Oh, again, sport. I just wanted to be a sportsman. I wanted to be a hero. I wanted to be Australian Test cricketer. I wanted to be. I wanted to win Wimbledon. I wanted to win the US Masters golf. I wanted to, you know, hold up the Premiership Cup with the Norms just metal around my neck. <laughs> Anything to do with sport, I was just, I just outlined that every night, dreaming about being a hero, sportsman. <laughs> so. Still time, still time. Look, you know, still time. I mean, I played in a game for for the Blues the other day. They had an old timers game, and they wrote me in. So. <laughs> Mate, I was kicking it to me and running around. There's photos on the internet. Do you want me to Google them? Oh, one? please I'll do. I'll send you please one. do. Just me and, me and, Co- me and feed. He's on the same field. Just looking you know, I'll tell him what to yeah. do. Like, Come on, Cooter. Get over yeah, there, mate. Exactly
0: yep. seriously. <laughs> For you, it was the most serious game you've ever played.
4: Oh, so. uh, I cherish these photos. Brodie Holland's ex-collegiate player took a, tried to take a specky over me, and I'm like his <laughs> step later, and I just love it. I love the fact I'm involved.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, also growing up, who was your childhood celebrity crush?
4: Um, well, I'm, I'm a child. I was born in 1970, so... Um, the bewitched. Ah. People don't know the uh, the Samantha of Bewitched. She was uh, the wife and she was the, the witch and she was uh yeah, she um she uh, made me. Uh, she she gave me feelings I didn't know what they were when I was about eight or nine.
0: <laughs> when a woman can do that with a nose, um, <laughs> other parts of your body move yeah, the same way. Yeah,
4: you're right. <laughs> I didn't like
0: that. Yes, Maybe that was it. So the final question for you today, Dave Hughes. What is your worst habit?
4: Um, well, my wife will say checking my phone every two seconds. I'm going to die one day, and I'll have my uh, my my phone will be in my hand, and uh, you know there'll be a my my throat will be cut. And, um, yeah, and just, just go to my wife and say, you did it. And she'll go, yeah, I did it. And, you know, probably no court in the land will convict her when she's running around trying to look after three maniacs. And I'm, I'm on the internet checking my Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bad habit.
0: Oh, it's, it's gonna be on the gravestone and everything. Died checking his phone. (laughs) I'll send his wife. (laughs)
6: Yeah, yeah.
7: When I walk on by, girls be looking like Dami Fly. I stand on the beach, speaking to the tribe with lots of teach, Yeah. This is how I roll. Blue cargo shots out of control. It's Chef Pro for the Epic Intro. Donnie won't take the ultimate pro. Girl, look at those dimples. uh, Girl, look at those dimples. uh, Girl, look at those dimples. uh, I stump your torch. uh, Girl, look at those dimples. uh, Girl, look at those dimples. uh, Girl, look at those dimples. uh, I stump your torch when you walk into tribal. Yeah. This is what I see. Okay. Everybody sits and tries to annoy me. I got a party mouth for you. And I ain't afraid to say shit, say shit, say shit, say shit. I'm broke and I know it.
6: I'm broke and I know it.
7: Yo, when I'm on the street, people just wanna. Come me And when I'm at the shop Folks always telling me The thought. Why? This is how I roll Survivors ready It's time to go Gotta pick it up And have the thought. No scripts No prompts And I'm super short Watch Girl look at those dimples Girl look at those dimples Girl look at those dimples I stop your torch Girl look at those dimples Girl look at those dimples Girl look at those dimples, Girl, at those dimples. I stop your torch When you walk into tribal Yeah This is what I see Okay. Everybody sits and tries to annoy me I got a potty mouth to use And I ain't afraid to say shit Say shit, say shit, say shit I'm broke and I know it, it. Hey.
6: I'm
7: broke and I know it Check it out Check it out Stuffing, 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 yeah Stuffing, 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 yeah Stuffing, 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 yeah Stuffing, 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 yeah Do the stuffing, man I do the stuffing, man Yeah I'm broke,
6: that I know it Hey! Yeah her,
7: <João> uh, look, look at those her, her, uh, look at those her, her, look at those her, 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 look at those her, her, look at those look at
6: those
8: the Tribe Has Spoken
0: One thing I actually too, saw, um, you edited your wiki page a couple of years ago to get people to believe that you were performing at the uh, Royal Wedding and kind of uh, went along with a little of that. Have you ever kind of edited your wiki page uh, anymore to put some facts on there to kind of have some fun
6: with
5: it? Um, I constantly lie. Um, uh, Be it in interviews, be it on Wikipedia um, or in everyday life. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, that's the, that's, for me, it makes these interviews fun. There's not a moment uh, in this interview that I've been telling the truth.
0: Well, that's what I like to hear, and there's not one question that I've uh, gone into also trying to tell the truth too, Jane. So it's working out well. Now, well, what, here's, a, here's a big question for you. What has been your biggest achievement out of these things for you, having the highest-selling album in the UK in the 2000s, receiving five Grammy nominations, or performing My Triangle with uh, Telly on Sesame Street?
5: Without doubt, the duet with Telly Monster was, um, you know, was the peak of of my um, career, um, at least. And 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 I will retire a happy man. i um, in the process. It was quite a remarkable day, really. Um, and I suppose the only embarrassment was that a puppet had a voice that was an octave lower than me.
0: <laughs> How long does it take to uh, rework the lyrics into that? I mean, I, I'm guessing it wouldn't take that long. It was all
5: Telly's creative input. Right. Okay. Good on you,
0: Telly. Uh, I didn't realise that. Uh, now, also. Um, it seems to be that every time I watch an interview with you, people are talking about your Twitter. Now, very well known for your, for your tweets, of course. I'm even turning this interview about your uh, Twitter. When you first started uh, replying to people, did you expect kind of this reception? I mean, pretty much you've got this cult following now purely off your, uh, your tweets.
5: No, I didn't expect it. I mean, I definitely, I remember reaching the moment where I thought, okay, you know, I'm, I'm a, i'm asked to be on twitter by my record label um i haven't really got much to say because because you know most people it's just an opinion based platform and people seem to take it really seriously and and what am i going to say just put pictures of my breakfast or say what i'm doing and i'm brushing my teeth now all of that seems a bit mundane and then i thought you know what i might as well just um yeah um take the piss out of myself um and other people who should take twitter that seriously um and I find it a whole weird platform because, you know, if something is posted on Twitter, it makes the news nowadays. And why? It's just someone's opinion who who didn't really have the courage probably to say it to someone's face. Um, and the reality is such a different world. And so tonight we've got a few thousand people turning out to a concert. And these guys bought albums and tickets and trains and hotels and they queued up outside to, to be here. The effort and energy they put in is incredible and there are thousands of them but the negative people on twitter they're just a, a small handful of them they're probably on their room on their shadow in the shadows on their own alone probably with their trousers around their ankles <laughs> writing five nasty words and yet i would seek to to, to find that you know offensive and insulting and take it seriously instead of concentrating on the on the few thousand people and and i think it's madness one needs to learn to laugh at the guy with his trousers around his ankles who (laughs) couldn't even bother to come to this venue and say he didn't like the music um and laugh at myself for even considering taking it all seriously have you ever gone to write one and thought that's a little bit too mean um, what I normally do actually is that because I know that if I tweet someone back and, uh, and I know that you know that however amusing I think I might have been um, or not as the case may be they might have a few hundred thousand people start abusing them because they're you know, followers of mine and, and so I don't want to be part of a kind of negative cycle so often I might follow the person I've retweeted they'll follow me back because they've seen that and then I can send them a direct message and say look whatever happens this is all in good humour and good nature and if anyone gives you grief please don't take it seriously um, and you can say that we're following each other so we're friends.
0: Well, look, I'm going to follow you uh, tonight so we can become friends, James, and I won't abuse you, I promise you. We are back. I said you're breathing into the microphone again. Um, For another emergency question set, whereas we're going to go through all of Richard Herring's 500 questions, um, today we're asking questions 241 to 260, which means today we officially cross halfway point.
1: Yeah, yes, halfway.
0: you excited for that? Yes. Alright, so question 241. Why won't you ever admit that you are wrong?
1: Because I am woman and I am always right.
0: That is the correct answer. Um <laughs> I'm never wrong. But I'm a man. I have a penis. Um what is twelve times twelve?
1: Um a lot. Two hundred and forty two.
0: I'm sorry, are you not the one who's going to be good at maths here?
1: Is that not right? A hundred and forty 144.
0: 144? Gosh, geez, even I knew that. Uh, 243. Have you ever. Oh, wow. This got escalated quickly. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a wank in a jacuzzi or a non branded hot tub? No. Yes. 244. What is your favourite direction on a compass? North. Yeah, I'd go with north. I should really go south because my entire life I've lived in the south of a place. So, well, um, that's actually true. South of Southern Tasmania, Southern Queensland, Southern New Zealand. Look at you.
5: Uh,
0: Two forty-five. Why don't you wash more? That's a definite question for you.
6: Hey, that's rude.
0: Tell our listeners how often you bathe.
1: Every day. I showered you yesterday, and I showered
0: today. Every day. You bathe like once every four days. It's disgusting. But you always told me that I don't smell. Well, You don't. That's true. Like you very rarely smell. Well, you do sometimes, but like, like I don't like. It's it's. Uh, I just could not not shower every day. Like, I have to shower every day. I'm just supremely lazy. Well, that's an understatement. Um, 246. Do you ever forget your games kit and have to do the lesson in stuff from the lost property box? What? I don't know what that is. Moving on. I'm going to say no. Have you ever tried tilting at windmills?
1: Also, no. I don't know what that is either.
0: Me neither. I'm guessing it's a song lyric. Have you ever walked through Piccadilly Circus and loudly proclaimed, blimey, it's like a Piccadilly Circus out there? No. Out here. These are London references. I don't get them. I've never been to London. What is your favorite kind of non-human milk to drink? Cow.
1: Yeah, I'd probably have to say
0: cow.
1: Um, or coconut.
0: I don't know if I've ever had. I've had soy milk, I guess.
1: Coconut milk's really good. Starbucks coconut milk is really
0: good. Would you try your own breast milk?
1: I, uh, perhaps not.
0: I would maybe just to say that I've. I mean, I would have tried it. When I was a baby, so I kind of have had breast milk in my life. But like, I don't know. It kind of grosses me out to think that I'd be drinking milk from your boob. But, yeah, that's
1: really gross.
0: Uh, but you kind of have to, don't you? Don't you have to like taste it to see if it's like um, warm or cold or something? No, you test
1: it
0: with your elbow. Yeah, elbow. Of course you do. Uh, 250, if you could have all your teeth replaced by psychic orbs that could tell you all future events by tele- te- no. telepa- telepathy. telepathy, telepathy, but would scream at a high-pitched volume every time you opened your mouth, would you go no. ahead with the teeth replacement operation? No. I would. Really? Yeah. I want hmm. to know future events. You become rich. Like, no, nah. you know you could gamble and shit and stuff like that. Uh, the orb, the MB, the orbs would be useless for chewing and make your breath smell of sulphur, but you would win the lottery every week. <laughs> Couldn't you then just buy a lot of mints or something like that? Uh, Two fifty one. Would you rather have a clitoris in the crook between your thumb and finger or have a bionic nose?
1: I want a bionic nose.
0: I'd have the clitoris between my thumb and finger because I think it would just be fun because nobody would know that you're pleasuring yourself. So. Think about it You could just sit there And masturbate all day Without ever being found out Moving on Some very masturbatory uh, Questions this week What is the most Sorry Who Is the most Inappropriate person You've ever had a sex dream about
1: That's a weird question I don't know
6: Really
0: Really I had a sex dream About a classmate In high school uh, to clarify, I went to an all-boys high school and uh, therefore I told that story the next day and it promptly spread around the school and that did not help uh, fuel the flames about my homosexuality in high school. So, well done. Yes, I have learned my lesson with that one. 253, what is the most desperate emergency question that you have ever heard or read? This one. This one, yes. Uh, 254, who do you consider the best of Jesus' disciples?
1: John. Uh, Paul.
0: Is there a Richard in there? Nope I don't know Jesus' disciples uh, Moses Was Peter? he a, Was he a disciple? Nope. Mary
1: Nope
0: God Nope Bob
1: Nope
0: Kevin Bacon
1: I just named three
0: uh, Peter, Paul and Mary Let's go with them That's um, a band What is your favourite memory of being halfway somewhere? Singing um, Living on a Prayer Whoa, we're halfway there Whoa
1: Living on a Prayer very nice.
0: What's your uh, favourite memory of being? I don't
1: know. Maybe our road trip.
0: Okay. Uh, question 256. Have you ever met your doppelganger? I haven't. Nope. Carl Sandlands is my doppelganger and I've not met him. So, uh, Question number 257. If your house was on fire, what three items would you definitely leave behind or even surreptitiously throw into the flames when no one was looking? Stiggy.
1: That's rude. You better not.
0: Stiggy Mallory and <laughs> Um oh gosh, that's a tricky one.
1: That's a really difficult one because we basically like we don't have that much stuff.
0: No, I'm probably close. Like lo- a lot of my yeah. clothes I wouldn't care about that if I lost um I mean, I'd care that I'd lose my PlayStation 4, but I know what games I had and you can easily get that replaced by insurance. Uh and like the TV. I mean, I mean, if your house is burning down, you're losing everything anyway, so you're going to have to get new shit as it is. So Mm. I wouldn't throw it in the flames, though. Like, you're breathing into the microphone, it's kind of very annoying. Um, Do you wash your legs when you're having a shower?
1: Yes. I don't.
0: Like, that's an odd one. You don't think about that often, do you? Um, 259. What is your favourite way to cool down? Take a shower? Yeah, but I can't have cold showers, because even when I have a cold shower, I feel like I need to be warm. I
1: always end up, like, start it lukewarm and then end up having a warm shower anyway.
0: Um, Air conditioner, I guess, or standing in, like, a cool room. Actually, there was, um, people in Hobart would remember the good old days of Antarctic Adventure, that five-minute theme park thing that lasted in Salamanca, and there used to be a, I remember it'd be really, really hot, like, it'd be, like, 30 degrees or whatever, and you would go purely into the foyer of Antarctic Adventure, because it was, like, icy cold, so it was really good. Uh, and 260, what is the strangest thing that has ever happened to you in a taxi cab?
1: I've only taken a taxi, like, a handful of times. Nothing really strange has happened.
0: Um, my mum, every time we would catch a taxi, would always ask the same question to a taxi driver. And that was, if someone vomits in your taxi, do you make them clean it up? Every time she would ask that question. Every time. Um... I yeah, it's been a while since I got a taxi. Uh, when I called it, I had to catch a taxi once in New York. I did the very New York thing of standing in Times Square, putting the hand up, and a taxi pulls up straight away. Like it legitimately happens. That's cool. Um, but they have video screens in the back of their taxis, and you can like it's touch screen, and you can basically watch the news and see what's happening in New York, and then you pay for it by like swiping your card in the back, hmm. and it's it's kind of cool, but like. I had to catch the taxi from Times Square to a ferry terminal. Cost me there like, I think it was like $13 with tip, which doesn't really sound that much. But considering I was going to catch an Uber, but my phone died, uh, and an Uber was only going to cost me like two bucks. So. um, That's
1: crazy. Yeah.
0: And taxis wonder why they're going out of business. Well, fucking compete better with Ubers. Uh, Anyway, that's that segment. Let's go into the next one. (laughs) Time to get excited for a button that is about to be pressed. To that time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show, it's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge radio. Over to the studio. Lyrics to be forgotten. And just a reminder, too, that again, this week, if you tune into the Ben and Mal Variety Hour this Wednesday evening, you will hear brand new Forget the Lyrics of 2019, the first time they've ever been recorded overseas as well new zealand watch out it's very very exciting the fet lyrics you're going to hear this week ah sweet home alabama by sam thanks for the memories by myself thriller by myself time of my life by josh and to the moon and back by myself so well i'm not going to the moon and back by myself it's sung by me you know what i mean let's hear these and get very excited for them
8: Hobart show Took my car down real slow Walked in the front gate It was an experience I really rate I got myself a Dagwood dog, walked through the cows, saw all their ball, eventually went down and when I arrived, it was really snide, oh yeah, I went to the show, where well, those Dagwood dogs are so blue. I went and tried some special food. I, I felt really
6: rude.
8: That food was too flavored. Now I gotta think of something that rhymes with avid. They stole my idea For something so sheer Oh, I went down to the show I got something that was really flow I ate those little chips And went home and let it rip
0: Made you laugh and cry. Made you wipe tears from your eyes on our radio show. And we're glad our message has been heard. To all of Hobart's citizens and birds. That's who the Brink is. And we've still got lots more to give. Two years and more to come. Thanks for the memories, they really were uh, great. We rock the city, and then some. Two years and more to go. Thanks for the memories, thanks for the memories. See, we rock the world, and then some. Oh, yes. That's it. Crowd involved. We always look to the future. Looking forward to what we can bring to the city of Hobart. That helps. It's not that cloudy. And we never look into the past. So much to come. Much to come. Two years and more to come. Thanks for the memories, they really were uh, great, we rocked the city and then some, absolutely, two years and more to go, thanks for the memories, thanks for the memories, see, we rocked the world and then some, oh yes. I, I don't see people standing on their feet, Trevor. I'm not liking this. Oh, we're still, we're still in here, I know. Yeah, oh, sorry, I'm just talking to Trevor. <sighs> yes. I'll, I'll shush. Okay. Ah, um. Excuse me. It's close to the end of the show, and something evil's in the studio. It's trying to get Ben, that's me, and he doesn't even know, yes I do, he tried to scream, but everyone knows Ben is already a girl, that's a little bit harsh Trevor, Uh, he tried to run, but how the hell can he with such a big bum, oi, nobody knows, because this is the brink, the brink on edge, and it's really freaky when a uh, ghost is in your hedge, because today is Halloween, October 31st, and make sure that you have your wallets and your purse. Trevor, can we have words after the show? This is a bit mean, alright? I don't like these pre-written ones, okay? Oh, Sorry. You hear Ben's voice And realise there's nothing better on Come on now You get ready for work And hope that it's not gonna be long You close your eyes And wish that you could get more sleep That's true but it's Halloween. So it means that you can't count the sheep onto your feet. Make sure you get up and go to work. The subject of this song has gone from bad to worse. It is the brink. The brink on edge. Time to wrap this up. So Ben can go and eat some wedges now. Now hang on a minute, audience. I've bought brand new
2: wife I brought her from off the internet Yes I know, it's not right To use my credit card on the internet And I also bought a knife Wow, eBay is really, really cool There we go. i wanted it for so long. I finally got the thing I really wanted. Yeah! A brand new wife and a knife. Wow, this is really, really, really cool. Uh-huh. Now, with passion in my heart, I will go and then see them in Dysart. Uh-huh. So we take each other's shoes and we throw them in the bin Cos it's dice up
4: Absolutely
2: Just remember They're the one thing I'll never get rid of Is my socks Cos they smell like doves Because I've got a brand new wife, who really knows how to do the washing, and I know that sort of sounds sexist, but I'm not really sexist, yes, I know, I like my socks.
0: It's 1999, I like this year now, we're close to the millennium, there's lots of stuff happening like referendums on the republic and people like to remember that Carlton made the grand final that year but I remember there was a mug I saw, it had Adolf Hitler on it. I bought it from a shop in Germany, took it home with me, now I went and looked it a bit closer, and then I realised that it had some air in it, it was French, air, and I said, gonna drink that French air from a Hitler mug. And I will sound like a French man I'm gonna say things like oh I am French and I'm drinking from a mug It's got a Adolf Hitler on it Yeah Hitler With a French mug In the 90s other stuff happened But the most important thing to me Was remembering a mug that i bought that one time Found it in a cupboard the other day And I went to sniff it It still had some air in it And it smelled like a croissant And I said, gonna spread some frog legs on it And put some other stuff on it I can't think of any other French stereotypes And I think we're gonna, yeah
2: (laughs) I was on a roll
1: there!
0: All right, wrapping it all up in a nice little bow in the box and wrapping paper and a squealy line. Mallory's itching her.
1: My eyeball's itchy.
0: Your eyeball's itchy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going off to Melbourne this week. So uh, there'll be a bit of a delay on our next episode. Probably happen uh, mid next week rather than actually happening on our regular Sunday slot. So uh, just be aware of that one. Uh, Samuel should hopefully be with us. So uh, enjoy some segmentos with him. And in the meantime, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, relevant channels, and um, we appreciate you tuning in. There's been, again, good feedback in terms of the fact that we've got listeners, which I enjoy that, so thank you from around the world. And if you like my voice and Mallory's voice, tune into the Benamount Variety Hour on uh, Radio Southland on 6.4 FM Wednesday evenings in Invercargill, or you can do it on the website. Um, and Aus Networks pretty good too. Just listen to it. Go team. 007, we haven't done an episode of that in a while, but um, like James Bonnet's there. Eurovision, Eurovision's coming up soon, so it's exciting. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Nope. You just want us to end, don't you? Yep. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and until we next speak again, my name is Ben. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and...
6: Night-night.
0: nuit.